0: And it's the Jim Eskiman Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, this week I, I wanted to showcase something. I don't often share or have an opportunity to share uh, commercials that I've done. Frankly, I don't do a lot of radio commercials anymore. It used to be a big part of my my income was, was doing radio commercials. Radio has become, I don't know, something else. I just, uh, I do them, you know, I do them for Kentucky Fried Chicken and uh, other clients, but I used to do radio every week and perhaps a lot of voiceover guys. Uh, out there used to have a little more radio traffic, as it were. But now, I don't know, these days it's done, I don't know, a lot of it's probably done non-union, and a lot of it is done by celebrities, and then a lot of it is done by other talented people other than myself that did better at the audition, I guess. So that's my only excuse. However, I did get a very nice opportunity uh, and a fun opportunity to do some uh, radio spots for Progressive Insurance which I did audition for, and I, you know, was very happy to have gotten the nod, as they say, got the job. Uh, I guess somebody's nodding when they give you the job. Maybe they're nodding off. It's so boring working in these places. But um, anyway, so I got this job and it was kind of a fun character and kind of unusual commercials. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to not be a professional radio person. So my task was after, you know, 35 years of doing radio commercials to sound like I'd never done a radio commercial before, so that was like acting, you know, but I felt like, I think I can do this, because I think, I, I don't know, I just feel like I have a natural bent towards playing these offbeat, you know, sort of realistic characters. Anyway, the, they finally gave me copies of them. I thought I'd put them up and, and let you listen to them. Maybe you've heard them on the radio. I've not, but I don't really actually wind up listening to a lot of commercial radio anyway. Uh, maybe that's why radio is disappearing. Who's listening? Out there. I don't know. We're listening to podcasts. I know I am. Uh, anyway, I hope you enjoy these. They're for Progressive. As I said, they were produced by the Arnold Agency, which is a terrific agency on the East Coast. I forget. Are they in Boston? I can't remember. But they're a terrific outfit, and uh, I'm just happy that they thought of me and that they came out so great. So I'm going to just play you these now, and I hope you enjoy them. And now, an ad from Dad. Oh, yeah. Just this one line, right? All right. Here we go. Save money on car insurance when you... Huh? Well, it's not. I thought that was the mic. This is the mic here. Okay. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Is that too close? Sorry. Well, I don't know where to stand. Nobody's told me where to stand. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. And now, an ad from Dad. All right. What have we got here? Save money on car insurance when you bundle home, auto with Progressive. Save money on car insurance. You ready? Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Eh, that sounded pretty good, don't you think? I could do it one more time, but I think that's what do you say? Nailed it, right? Nailed it. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. And now an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's what well man. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. And now, an ad from Dad. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive tell you another way to save money. Don't buy those uh, expensive coffees every morning, you know. Then you can save up for, a, don't know, a really nice dress shirt. I'm just saying. It's great that you feel comfortable here at work, but, you know, an adult could walk in. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home an auto. Okay, those were pretty fun, right? Anyway, very grateful. Big shout-out to the Arnold Agency and those creatives out there. Really i really appreciate being having the opportunity to obviously there was a lot of improv involved and and so forth and they were very patient with me and uh gave me that great opportunity so it's fun and uh, hey you know give progressive insurance a try if if you're looking for them um anyway there you go i don't have too much to talk to you about right now um I have a short film in festivals called Sun to Sun about the opioid crisis that's been winning little awards. I don't have any way to direct you to see that, but uh, when I do, I'll let you know about it so that you can see it. It's about 10 minutes long, and it's, uh, it's meeting with uh, you know f- fair amount of acclaim, which is very gratifying. Um, I'm going to be in a new animated TV series based on Thundercats. Now, I started with Thundercats back at its inception. I was the lead character designer, believe it or not, for the original 80s version of Thundercats from Rankin-Bass. I worked at Rankin-Bass in New York City uh, on 53rd Street. Was it 53rd or 51st? I can't remember. Anyway, 53rd, I think. And <laughs> it's so long ago. Uh, I could walk there, though. I could find the office. I definitely can. I always visit it. You know, I walk by it and make a pilgrimage when I'm in New York City. Anyway, I was uh, the character designer. I did not do voices for that show, but that was where I had the epiphany of, hey, this is the kind of job you want to get someday, young Jim. Be a voiceover guy in animated shows. And uh, so I sort of made that made that decision, and it, it came true. I worked on uh, a couple of series for Rankin-Bass after I uh, started working for them freelance as a cartoonist, and then I segued over into being a voice artist. And then... In like two thousand five, I want to say, or maybe it was later. um there was another iteration of the Thundercats brand. That was a reboot of Thundercats. You might have you might have seen if you're an animation fan that was kind of anime style, very beautifully produced by Warner Brothers, and it was on the CW for a season, maybe maybe two seasons. And then they axed it. I'm not sure why. I think I heard that because because um, it was a beautiful show. It had a lot of celebrities in it, and I I came in and did some guest-starring bits. Um, I sort of insinuated myself into that project, to be honest, because, well, just like I insinuated myself into the first Thundercats show by kind of playing the only card I had, uh, which is a small amount of experience as a storyboard assistant uh, in Los Angeles at Hanna-Barbera. But this time, uh, in the second iteration of it, I... I let them know, hey, you know, I worked on that first series. And uh, they were sort of interested in in that, that there was some old veteran from the original series who was now a voice artist who could be part of it and maybe bring them some good mojo. And I desperately tried to bring them as much good mojo as I could, but I guess their inability to sell toys and other swag related to the show eventually uh, caused them to... Uh, go away, and it's a pity because uh, Dan Norton, who was uh, in charge of that show, the artist in charge anyway, did a spectacular job of designing things and uh, managing other artists, and I thought they did a great job. I thought it looked a hell of a lot better than our original show. It was just gorgeous. Um, Anyway, he did a great job. So now there's another iteration, and this one is sort of insouciant. I can't say too much about it, but it's for Cartoon Network, so that'll tell you something. And uh, I can't even apparently tell you what part I'm playing, but I'm am a regular on the show, so a uh, semi-regular anyway. Uh, so we'll see where that all evolves. Anyway, I'm just glad to be part of the Thundercats world again. Uh, it's a it's a kind of a fun world to be in, and and just the fact that I've sort of been rubbing elbows with the Thundercats since 1986 is kind of fun. That's a long time. Uh, Anyway, there you go. That's longer than I've been married even, which is 31 years. We just celebrated our anniversary. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm sure your gift will arrive in the mail any day now. Hey, Sufyan, if you're out there, I want to say hi to you. I want to thank you to everybody that listens to this podcast, whomever you are. I have no idea who's out there. And uh, I apologize for uh, being so kind of uh, sporadic, but uh, I always speak from the heart and I always appreciate you when you comment or when you like it or when you share it or, or whatever you do with my podcast, even if you just listen to it or listen to part of it, it gives me a big thrill. Anyway, there'll be many more exciting things to tell you about, and I look forward to it. And, and uh, I'm just going to New York tomorrow to uh, go to a, uh, a conference, which I'll tell you about if it's at all interesting, which I think it will be. And uh, I hope that you are thriving and doing well and disagreeing vehemently with anybody who says that you can't succeed. Because I think you can, particularly if you agree that you can. So I will talk to you again soon. Thanks so much for listening. Cheers.